we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. You get life yet? But see what happens is, right? While you're reading this, the Spirit of God, this is the written word. But let me show you how the Spirit of God will lead you into all truth. You begin reading this, and you see, and Judas begot Perez and Zerah of Tamar. Hold on, hold on. Tamar was Judas' daughter-in-law. This the daughter-in-law that pretended to be a harlot because Judas broke his promise to give um, Tamar his younger sons to wed. This girl played the harlot. Judas slept with her. And Jesus came through Tamar and Judas. Father-in-law and daughter-in-law. And then you read some more. And Solomon begot Boaz of Rahab. Hold on. Rahab. So Tamar played the harlot. Rahab was the harlot. Hold on. And Jesse begot David. David king begot Solomon of her that had been the wife of Uriah. Oh, this this when David take the man wife, sleep with her, impregnate her, try to bring the man home to sleep with her so he can say that that's the man child. The man didn't ever sleep with the with the with his wife. The man, David ended up getting the man wife killed. Sorry, the, the, the woman husband killed. David got the woman husband killed. Then had another child with her called Solomon. And that's where Jesus came. Hold on, wait a minute. So when I read that genealogy, I didn't get no life from the scripture. But all of a sudden, the spirit of God would breathe on you and show you that as dirty as that pipeline was, all that muck in that pipeline, that God would choose a filthy pipeline to send his son on down through the pipeline that have a Tamar, that have a Rahab, that have a cheating David and a Solomon, a bastard child, and that's the pipeline that he'll send his son through. See, scripture don't give me that, but the spirit of God will breathe on the scripture and all of a sudden you get life. Oh, good God Almighty, do you hear what I'm saying to you? So we do not live by Scripture. We live by the Spirit of God. Now, what I just gave you just now is something the Spirit of God gave me some time back. 
and there are others like that, but every time I read it, something else comes to light. Something else is illuminated from the pages as I read it. And it's, so, so we don't live by scripture. We live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Let me just double back to what I just read through the genealogy of Christ. Because I need to tell someone who your Grammy wasn't nothing good. Your granddaddy was a rolling stone. Your, 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 your daddy don't have no track record. And you look through your bloodline and all you see is mess. All you see is, is, is entanglements. Glory to God. All you see is all kind of muck that you are ashamed of. God will reach through that nasty pipeline, that mucky, nasty, grimy pipeline, and he'll pull from that dirty pipeline and bring you in the earth and use you to be the redeemer of your generation. Glory be to God. Will use you to put a new name on your family's name such that now when they think about your family, they'll see the glory that's on your life. My God, preach up in here. Glory to God. So man does not live. Oh my God, what time is it? Man does not live by Bible. Man lives by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. So I'm trying to get every one of you. You may not be pastor dancing, you've been preaching for a long time, but I'm telling you, Father will speak to you. He will speak to you. You just have to be ready to receive it when he speaks. Now, watch this. I feel like preaching that scripture just now. <laughs> if I can leave it, that was enough for y'all. Get the, the preacher, I'll preach it some other time. So, we, we live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Listen to me, whoever you are listening to this, I don't care how long you've been saved, you are supposed to hear God. And God wants to talk to you. God, I don't know how to hear him. I can tell you in a little bit. Stay, stay here. Don't go away. Don't go away. Stay here. Now, let me tell you this. Oh, how do I order this? Let me let me go here. Let me go here like this. Let me jump to this point. Your daughter who with me, just watch this. I will show you this. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 10. I quoted it a while ago, but I want you to see it again. Watch this. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. But God has revealed it unto us by his Spirit. So whenever God speaks to us, whenever we get that word of God, that is revelation. When you read scripture, watch this. The preacher, hear me, the preacher will give you what is revelation to him. When the preacher gives you what is revelation to him, when it hits you, it hits you as information. The only way what the preacher is giving you can become revelation to you is if the Spirit of God now takes his word and then now ties them to your spirit. Watch this, what I'm saying. Watch this, watch this. God does not commune with us by our flesh. He doesn't commune with us by our mind. So watch this. You are listening to the preacher preach. 
Whatever he is preaching to you, that is it. That is information. That's the raw material for revelation to come, but that is not necessarily revelation because what the preacher is saying is preaching. You are getting it by your ears and by your mind. Oh boy. Is this, this Bible study? Y'all came on here, y'all see me says Bible study, right? Let's study the Bible. Go to the book of Romans. Let me show you something. I just get in trouble when I take a Bible in my hand because I just get all caught up in this thing. When you go to the book of Romans, um, he said this in Romans 8 and 16. Here it is. He says, Romans 8, 16, the spirit itself beareth witness with what? With our spirit. Watch this now. Watch this. When your pastor preaches, your prophet, your man of God, your apostle, your woman of God, when they preach to you, you hear by your ears and you, 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 you receive it by your mind. That's why that is not revelation. That's not the word of God yet. That's the preach word that's coming to you, but that's not yet the word of God. Why? Because his spirit bears witness with our spirit. Watch this. I'm coming. I'm coming. His spirit doesn't bear witness with our mind or our ears. It bears witness with our spirit. But what does got to do with me receiving the word? Good. I'm glad you asked. When you now go to John 6 and 63, he says this. Now, this ain't nothing written down. So my, 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 um, my follower, she got to work hard to stay with me. John 6 and 63, he says this. The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Hold on now. Matthew 4 and 4 say we live by what comes out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4 and 4. John 6, 63 says what I speak though. So what is coming out of the mouth of God? John 6 and 63 says it is spirit and it is life. Hold on. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So it comes out of the mouth of God. Words come out of the mouth of God. Now, there are words coming out of his mouth. But he says, John 6 and 63, what is coming out of my mouth, yes, is word, but it is spirit. Hold on. Now, according now to Romans 8 and 16, his spirit, the spirit that's coming out, can only bear witness with our spirit. Are you getting this? Now, let me add 1 Corinthians 2 and 10 again. Go to verse 9. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 says, Ears don't hear, eyes don't see, heart doesn't perceive, but it is revealed to you by the Spirit of God. What God has to say to you then, beloved, is not heard here or seen here or felt here. It is received by your spirit from his spirit. It is received by your spirit to his spirit. We don't talk enough about spirit. We talk about mind and getting your mind. And we do all kind of things to exercise our mind. We do all kind of things here to exercise our body. If you like me, those gym rats like me, I am upset and I can't get in the gym right now. I don't get my body in condition. I, I got to keep this a lot to maintain. This a lot to maintain. 
is a lot. So I need to get in the gym to get this body together and uh, I, I read things to get my keep my mind going. But we don't pay attention to our spirits. And that's how God communicates to us, through our spirit. His spirit bears witness with our spirit. The words that he speaks, the word that we got to live by, it's spirit. So therefore, watch this. That's why we don't, oh God, we don't need, I again trouble you all, pray for me what I'm about to say. We don't need no carnal fleshly singers and no carnal fleshly dancers going up there before the word. Before the man of God or the woman of God released the word, we need a spirit-filled environment because what needs to come forth, we need an environment that's spirit-friendly. Now I get in trouble in here. We need an environment that's spirit-friendly before the word is released because we don't need them. I don't need my flesh elevated when the word is about to be released because I can't, I can miss the word. I can miss what God has to for me from my man or woman of God. I gonna miss it if, I, if, if I'm brought to a carnal place because I cannot receive from the carnal. See, that's why we need the drum up filled with the Holy Ghost, the keyboard player filled with the Holy Ghost. We need the singers filled with the Holy Ghost. And God knows, I hate to do this, you know dancers I get on your heart. Dancers, you need extra Holy Ghost. Why? Because what you do is a parade of the flesh. What you do is you, you your ministry shows forth your flesh. Your flesh is in motion. So I need you good and sanctified. We, if you can sing before the word goes, I need you sanctified because we need now to fill the room with the sound and with the presence of God so that now when the vessel of God gets up, we need to make sure that there's a spirit-filled environment so that the words that are coming out of his mouth that was revelation for him that it doesn't just come to me as information but there's a spirit-filled environment that now I'm in a better position to get revelation. All all those fleshy choirs, all those fleshy praise team, all them fleshy soloists that like to bring the preacher on, this in the season or the time for them, and that season ain't coming back. They gotta go. If we can't find a spirit-filled environment, we ain't got nobody who's spirit-filled to sing before the pastor, let's just have prayer before we have preach. Let's everybody just go in prayer because we need a spirit-filled environment so that the what, good God, I feel something coming, so that the words that come out of his mouth, when they hit me, I can be in a spirit-filled place that I can hear by the Spirit of God what God wants to say to me. I hope I'm helping somebody. There needs to be a Spirit-filled environment in the house. See, if, if that is not happening, then there is no faith in the house. Because faith don't come by hearing Scripture. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, but the word of God don't come by the ears, it comes by the spirit. It comes by the spirit. And so we need to be in spirit-filled environments. Hmm. This spirit talk tonight, I hope you all still with me. I hope you all are doing all right. So it is, it is, it is critical then, as we go back to the house of God for a minute, that we have a spirit-filled environment. See, that's why that's why there's worship. That's why I don't like stuff in between worship and word. I, I don't like stuff in between there. You know, all these all them, them, them things we do, them carnal stuff we do. Like, you know what I mean? You need some things like that. But do it afterwards. Do it after the word. 
don't, don't, don't let that get up in the mix because I want to, there needs to be a spirit-filled environment so that when this when this preaching comes forth, I can hear the word. When the preaching goes forth, I'll be able to hear the word. I don't just want information. We got a lot of church folk filled with information, but they ain't got no revelation. Because revelation don't come with longevity. Revelation comes with the Spirit of God. Hmm. Okay. So this is a point. I don't know what kind of point this is. Revelation is not studied or searched after. You don't search for revelation. Listen to me. You don't search for revelation. You don't go study for revelation. Revelation is received. <laughs> you do not go searching for revelation or go studying for revelation. Revelation is received. You don't want to get in no carnal act expecting to receive what is spiritual this is so this is so powerful the idea of receiving by the spirit that he comes in second Corinthians 6 and 17 and says they that are joined to they become one spirit those that are joined to God becomes one spirit because his, his his mind his desire for us has become so one with him a spirit to spirit connection and see once you form that connection then what flows through there is the word. It flows through there, the word, and that's how you get life. You see, your spirit, his spirit, they come together. They interlock. Second Corinthians six and seventeen. Am I right? Did I call the scripture right? Second Corinthians six and seventeen. And so now there's a bond. And let me do it. It's like a pipe. You see, that is formed between your spirit and his spirit. And now he speaks. As he speaks now, what's coming through there is word. And watch this. When this word hits your, it's you, then you get life because the words that he speaks, they're spread in their life. And Matthew 4 and 4 says, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word. So God speaks. There's a spirit to spirit connection between your spirit and his spirit. He speaks and life comes on the inside of you. And then he says that earlier in John 6 and 63, he says, it's the the, the, the spirit that quickens. Mm, I see you, Cameron Sanders. Yes, sir, you're really good. That's really good. Uh, what he says in uh, in Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 6, that man is not, um, I'm not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. So, revelation is not studied or searched after. It is received. One of the things we do when we want revelation, we just go digging, 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 digging. Give me revelation, give me revelation. No, that's not the approach. When you're searching to hear the voice of God, first thing, very important, word. I mean, prayer. Sorry, I said word. When you hear the voice of God, prayer. Because prayer elevates your spirit. You will hear God. So you don't hear through these. You hear by your spirit. So if you want to hear God, pray. Write and write this down. So number one, if you want to hear God, prayer is important. To hear God. To get this revelation that you live by. We're still talking about being free, you know. You got to continue in this truth, continue in this word. But you you, you got to hear the word to continue in it. You got to hear it to continue in it. This revelation or this word, number one, you got to be in prayer. You don't just hear by reading your Bible. You got to have your spirit elevated. So, Prayer, number one. 
Elevating your spirit, feeding your spirit, getting your, your spirit over your flesh. Number two, worship. Glory to God. After prayer, there's worship. Now, let me say this about prayer. I know we were taught all of our life. I was taught it. You were taught it too. Prayer is talking to God. They undereducated us. I don't want to say miseducated, but we were undereducated. I have come to found, find out that when you say prayer is talking to God, you are limiting prayer. Prayer, beloved, true prayer is not talking, but it is encountering God. It is encountering God. Prayer is encountering. Put it there in caps. Don't miss this. When, see, when you understand prayer as encountering God, then you approach prayer with a different mentality, with a different expectation. When I see prayer as encountering God, I go into prayer saying, God, where are you? Come on, I go into prayer saying, come on, Spirit. I feel it. I go looking for him before I do anything else. I enter into prayer wanting to encounter him. Then you start talking. You don't talk before you encounter him. The basis of my talking before I encounter him is I'm speaking to encounter him. And so my search or my seek is for him, nothing else. So there is prayer. There's prayer. Then there's worship. Again, I'm, I'm encountering him. Now, another way to hear God. Very important. Another way that we get to hear God. Watch this is fasting because the fasting builds our spirit man prayer builds our spirit man worship builds our spirit man fasting builds our spirit man there is a misguided teaching that's 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 so prevalent i remember as a young believer and i'm fasting and i started fasting people would ask me what are you fasting for And that's the culture that many of us grew up in. Come on, man. It don't, are you like that? That you That's what you were taught. They would ask, what you fasting for? Tell me what you fasting for. And I hear people say, I'm fasting because I won't get married. I'm fasting because I'm trying to get this house. I'm fasting because I'm trying to get this money. I fasting. Like, there's this notion that you fast to get things. If you want things, you fast. We have been miseducated. You don't fast for things. You fast. Watch this. So there's prayer. There's worship. There's fasting. You fast to get God. Fasting is to build your spirit, to put you in a place that your spirit man can hear God. You don't fast for things. You fast to hear Fasting builds you up to be able to hear God. Because fasting breaks Quran. Fasting breaks down your natural man. And when your natural man is broken down, your spirit man is built up. That's why fasting is not unique to Christians. Witchcraft workers fast. 
All denominations fast because they know through fasting their spirit is elevated. Now, they are not directing their spirit towards our God. They're directing their spirit in another direction. Fasting breaks down the flesh and it elevates your spirit. So stop this thing with fasting for things. You don't fast for things. That's error. You fast so you can hear. Somebody said, when you got a demon that need to be cast out, you fast. No, that's error. Hold on, Bishop, you're wrong. If you want, if you want to cast out a demon, those of you who want to cast out demons, you fast so you can so you can cast a demon out. No. They lied to us again. They lied to us. Watch the scripture. Jesus comes down from the mountain, and this boy, this man brings his son to, to, to the disciples, and they could not cast this demon out. I know you, I know you again. They couldn't cast this demon out. And so, uh, Jesus says, Jesus then speaks to them about their faith. He says, man, well, you, you got to believe for this to happen. And then the man says, I believe, but help thou mine unbelief. Jesus then says, this kind doesn't go out except by prayer and fasting. He was not talking about a kind of demon. He was talking about a kind of faith to release or to displace the unbelief. Hold on, Pastor. What are you saying? You, you mix me up. Watch this. He was talking about a level of faith to get rid of a level of unbelief. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 6015125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.